Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. And welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. I'm joined as always with Zeke sitting beside me and my name is Oscar. Mate, it's been a big week. We've had a week off because we've had, well, firstly yourself, you've been moving houses, you had to go home, get some things sorted. We were trying to do a couple podcasts, but we didn't get to it. And myself, I went down to Melbourne, which was good. Um, Saw the family, saw some friends. But yeah, here we are. We're back. Apologies for all the listeners out there. But we're back into it. You know, we're here to give you a few different podcasts and really get your learning going again. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to pump out two podcasts to catch up. Very good. What have you been up to, Oscar? What has been going on in the day to day of the Don? Day to day, that's very specific. But day to day, no, everything is open again. So both of us have been hitting the gym, which is good. Mm-hmm. As always, work's been quite busy, been building up over the last couple of months. But mate, the social the social life outside of work now is pretty pretty <laughs> we are loving it um, yeah. you know on the weekends we're having good good times you know as we always say the bible spend on what that makes you happy at the moment going out for drinks with the, the crew the crew is what makes us happy so that's what we're doing spending lavishly you gotta get that. around it You've lavishly like, we've been locked up cooped up in a chicken pen for too long time to get yeah. out there and <laughs> have a little cock doodle do hey <laughs> no, nah, but look, it's been, it's actually been pretty good getting out. And um, we went to the Golden Sheaf the other weekend, which was good. Yeah. If anyone who lives in Sydney or has been to Sydney, great venue, I have to say. Yeah. Very good venue. <laughs> but no, you know, just normal kind of things going on apart from that. Oh, mate, tell us about your, your new house, your new pad. You moved into that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, mate, pretty good time. You know, uh, went up to the Hunter Valley for the week. Got some things uh, in check, got a new bed, got a new entertainment unit, new bedside table, new mattress, pretty much knew everything, blew a few figures on new man. a bit of things I didn't really need to. But new man, new life. It's all part Last of the fun. So you gotta, you got to get into it. But yeah, got a, got a good place. Uh, around the corner from yourself. And That's it. Trouble. Up, you came over last night. You cooked us a barbecue, which is always good. Yep. There until 11 p.m. Quickly ran home at about midnight. Woke up in the morning. 4.30 hits. Boom. We're off to the gym. So You have to do it during the week. Now that we're living within a few hundred meters of each other, I am thinking we've got the possibility to do better work with the podcast. Well, that's what we were talking about the other the other day in regards to that. So exactly right. We have the ability now to sit down all the time and really get this podcast moving for everyone and growing our listening base. But that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, today's post, as mentioned in the previous post, is kind of what really helped us in becoming quite experienced investors in a way. We are going to talk about the five habits which made us or which can help anyone become effective investors, even if you're just starting off today and this is the first time you're actually listening about you know, investing in what it is, or if you've been doing it for a few years and see yourself as quite experienced, these, these five habits will guide you um, and really help you make smarter decisions and not really go off you know, the hype or your emotions, et cetera, and all that. Yeah, no, there's five habits that uh, Oscar and I rely on pretty heavily for this kind of thing. Uh, do you want to get into the first one or you want me to take the charge? I'll happily take the charge for the first right, one. Then, get mate. into it, mate. You can you can go next. Straddle in. Straddle, straddle up. Let's go. All right. So the first one is very important. Remove your emotions. A lot of investors or newly investors who are coming to the market, for example, 
these meme coins in cryptocurrencies such as you know, a lot of Dogecoin, even though they're quite popular now and they're actually all right. Now, a lot of people have been jumping on those due to hype, due to friends talking about it, and mainly due to your emotions of being, you know, fear of missing out, etc. There's a lot of stocks, you know, apart from Dogecoin, like little small cap stocks, which there's a bit of hype and you think it's going to be amazing. So you put all your money in because your friends told you and then all of a sudden you're gone and you're like, well, why did I do this? It's because you're emotionally into it. Basically, you won't make the best decision if you buy on emotion. Um, when I was when I was starting off investing, I kind of jumped on uh, a good old Facebook page. I think it was I'm not actually hundred percent sure what the page was, but everyone was saying get on this, get on this. And because I had no idea, I got on it. Then next next week, next month, you know, you basically lose everything. So that's an example. And another one is which we touched on in the post is when you follow the herd of everyone saying buy this stock, buy this stock, buy this stock. It's already a hype stock, so it's already probably pumped up to the top of the price. So there's not much room for actual growth when you purchase it because you've kind of missed the boat. You're just giving your money away really because a lot of people will do a pump and dump, which I think is illegal actually now. Oh, technically speaking, you should never pump and dump. <laughs> oh, oh, no, you shouldn't. But, <laughs> but it's something to look out for. A lot of people tend to do, especially in the crypto world, a lot of people pump up their stocks and then dump them based on the hype and then all the, and then you're left with zero to nothing. Be careful. It's... It's a very dangerous world out there in the world of investing. You must understand when you need to get out of the investment and always have a plan in place. So when you, before you even invest into an, as a company or a stock or a cryptocurrency, what I do, I think about, all right, if it's going to go up here or get up to this price, I will look at, you know, sell maybe half, sell some, and then maybe reinvest depending, but always have an exit plan because the thing is a lot of people find it out when it rises, everyone gets greedy and you're not going to pull out because you see all this money there. Natural instinct says that the price is going to continue to go up in your mind. It's a bit of gambling when this comes into it, but it won't. So am I hearing your natural instinct is to keep going and not to pull out? Yeah, no, you got to pull out sometimes. So wait, when, when you're sitting there, when you're going for a pump and dump, you're getting involved. Are you naturally going to pull out or not? Like- Look, if there's a, I'm not going into a stock if there's a pump and dump. I'm just telling people to be warned because a lot of hype stocks such as you know Shiba Inu maybe, um, all these small cap cryptocurrencies are probably the best examples at the moment. A lot of them are doing pump and dumps and getting you know young investors into it, you know, throwing them a fishing rod and pulling them in. That's it. If you're going to throw the fishing rod, reel them in, Pump and dump, not pull out. There's gonna be there's gonna be some hurt feelings. So removing emotions is really important, and that's something that some people may struggle with. I've got a lot of friends out there that do have trouble removing the emotions from these kind of things. Myself, I'm pretty fortunate. I don't really have a lot of emotion involved when it comes to this kind of thing. You're a black heart, mate. Yeah. But another thing is like another thing to touch on: remove the emotion of the investment. I've met a few people in my time who won't buy investment properties because their community frowns upon it. I've met people who won't buy a particular stock because someone working for that company once did something wrong. Or, um, you know, they're vegan and they won't purchase a stock that deals in anything that aren't vegan products. And these emotions can really long-term cost you money. Moving on to number two is staying consistent. Now, that's a very important thing. Consistency is key. Absolute key. Create regular deposit into investments and keep the cash pumping. Yeah, you got to keep the cash pumping at all time, guys. Me personally, I've linked up my bank accounts to my investment accounts. So 
Every week, I have a certain amount which is getting pumped into the uh, investment. So I don't even have to think twice. I already know, all right, I'm getting consistent investments through all my stocks and everything like that, what I'm putting in earlier. So I don't actually need to remind myself to do that. It automatically does it. When you're consistently pumping money into something, then the compound interest long-term is going to have a greater effect because you're constantly building that up. And it's also fair to say it's never too late. Obviously, if you start earlier when you're younger, over time will compound into a greater amount as you know it's it's obvious that's common sense yeah it's common sense that's what happens but even if you're just starting to look at investing now and you're a bit older it's never too late to invest stocks are always going to go up and down but if you get on the right one you can make a lot of money for example warren buffett everyone knows i don't even have to explain the buff the the buff man i don't even have to explain it but he's done a, a lot of successful investing purely based on consistency um, and taking emotion out of the equation. And another thing you need to think about is investing in self, be stocks, be crypto, whatever it may be, property, you're always going to go up and down. It's never going to be always positive. You're not going to make money every day. You're going to have some days in the red and some days in the green. But if you keep being consistent, like Zeke said before, over the long run, you're going to see yourself or the portfolio have a very gradual increase. Number three, a big one, is research and read. Mm, we call it R and R. R and R. It's basically like, mate, okay, oh. you've got to research and read. So, for example, if you go to a restaurant and you're getting dinner, you look at the menu first before you pick, you know, what you think is the best option for yourself and what's going to make you happy um, and what's going to get your hunger. That's really good. I've got another analogy I can throw in here. There you I go. Can, Let's compare the analogies. It's going to be vital to our listeners Put because your I think in. it will relate a lot. If you are going on a night out, now bear with me here. It's a great Saturday night. It's sunny. It's too hot to wear long pants sunny, and a jumper. Sunny night. Right. So what are you going to do? You're going to wear a dress. <laughs> now, you go to the shops. You're not just going to bloody blindfold yourself, grab a dress. You're going to try it on. You're going to look. You're going to explore the menu. You're going to look through the options. Get some shops. You're going to research and read the price. And you're going to go, boom, that's the one I want. It's the winner. Tonight's going to be a good night. And you'll get noticed if it's a winner. And Can that, confirm. And that relates directly to what we're talking about in research and reading. So this comes into keep up to date with all your news in order to find these investment opportunities. So, you know, read newspapers, download apps on your phone which show you up-to-date news uh, with new stocks, new companies coming to the market or anything like that, big announcements, subscribe to the financial review. Um, there's so many different opportunities which you have. Um, and if you just want, for example, I'm, I use ABC News quite a lot, it's free. Uh, they have a pretty in-depth finance side of it, finance side of the app. So you get all your you know, stocks and everything like that. In Melbourne, the Herald Sun, you get to see every Saturday, I mentioned it before, but we have about four stockbrokers recommending their stocks buy, sell, or hold for each week. So you're not going to learn about these stocks unless you read and research yourself. Yeah. Now, before we move on to number four, a couple of places that I do my research, you got Simply Wall Street, we got Yahoo Finance. We got Motley Fool, Australian Financial Review, and obviously um, like the news and stuff like that yeah. gives you things. And we, we sorry, man, we did actually touch on this um, these sites which we use in one of our podcasts of the recommended index funds. True. So we we actually put the links in that link if anyone does want to you know get on the Motley Fool, etc., um, whatever it may be. But yeah, they're just a few different websites which we do use. But you have to research and read, otherwise. 
you're not going to you're really not going to get anywhere it's like having a, a sales business and not generating any leads or buying any leads where are you going to get your sales from correct it's the same thing you got to read and research to get the money from your investments makes sense now ladies gentlemen and others moving on to number four we've got minimizing fees or expenses or tax so for example a fee of one percent per year so one percent per year over 50 years on a deposit of a hundred thousand dollars can cost you over five million dollars Wow. Obviously, that's a lot of money long term. So if you can reduce your fees or your costs or your tax, you can really lower that $5 million that you're losing and keep more of a profit. That one is pretty simple. Don't need to go into it too far. Yeah. Mate, what's the fifth and final habit? I'll drive the ship home and touch on number five. Mm. Number five, which you and I, we do love this. It's, it's a very underrated thing. But personal development is the key driver to all of this. It's never too late to learn. You're never too old to learn. You're never too young to learn. When you finish school and uni, a lot of people stop, but you need to keep developing in yourself, listening to podcasts, learning about different stocks, reading books, etc., newspapers. You need to keep doing this regularly. Um, and the knowledge you obtain is second to none. Knowledge is power. Yeah. So if we're looking at, you know, personal development, what are some options? How do we do it? It's as simple as 20 minutes a day of reading uh, is all you need, basically, to start expanding your knowledge. And that can even be audio books as well. Now, if you just read every day for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it is, listen to an audio book as you go to bed, an educational podcast. Um, like There's Bible. a really good one. I think it's called The Finance Bible on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, ETC. You know, share it around. Get into it. And a lot of people in today's society, technology is a big habit and a big distraction so a lot of people don't find the time to actually read a book so a key tip here we go guys that i find to help me read a book is when you leave for the day pop whatever book you're thinking or that you're wanting to read on your bed so don't pop it you know in your bookshelf pop it right on your bed so when you get home you're going to see it straight away in your room and you're going to have to pick it up anyway to move it so you're going to have to read it um, little tip i use and it does help so there we go yeah, well, that's that's about it for today's podcast. Kind of a quick and easy one because we're doing another one um, shortly. But we just kind of wanted to share a bit of our insight into that post on five habits to really help you become an effective investor. Next time, we're going to jump into a quick Q&A. We've got a few questions that we've been building up over the last week about basically a, a variety of things. We're going to jump into that one pretty shortly. So until then, keep investing. Keep budgeting. And keep, keep listening. listening. Thank you.